might be at it. What's up, two player? This your boy Zip G O U L D coming in again live. You know what I'm saying? Yo, what's good, everybody? I hope everybody's having one of the most amazing days of their life. I hope today brought you so much joy. I hope it brought you so much peace. Uh, we're gonna try to go a a a a long way in a short amount of time. So let's get into it. I'm sure you've seen all the chaos around the world with the death of not only Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, but of one George Floyd. Uh, looking at those young people lose their lives, those young melanated brothers and sisters who lost their lives for the sake of just being, just being. You know, Breonna Taylor was in her home and was murdered. Ahmaud Arbery was jogging. I, I dare I say rural, I don't even want to say that, but in Georgia, in coastal Georgia. George Floyd was grabbing food and was executed by agents of the empire. I think when we look at how we move into the next level from here, I think we have to be if you see me pause a little bit, it's, it, it, I'll get to why that why that is. One, people that know me, people that know me, know me. Uh, not only do I work in a diverse group of friends, I have a diverse group of friends, friends that are in law enforcement. I work with a lot of different people in different areas. I've worked in private security protection, so you work with law enforcement. And I, and I feel so bad for the brothers who are in the middle uh, of, you know, when, when you hear your relative or somebody you know saying defund the police, defund the police, it's, it's, you might have built your career on what you thought was doing what's right. Built your career, your lifestyle, your family, heritage may be in law enforcement. This is a tough time. And the division that this is putting not only in communities and, 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 and families and friendships and where you have people, you know, somebody says at questions of the police, you have friends that are, ears are peaking, like, what you gonna say? Are you on that radical side of saying no more police? But if you look at the history of the police and go back and look at slave catchers, it was the it, it was an institution that wasn't abolished with slave catchers. It was an institution that was used as a weapon and a tool of oppression against people of color, people of melanated people on the planet. And if you go anywhere in the world today, you'll see this same level of oppression being orchestrated in a systematic fashion. This is not something that, oh man, this has only happened to a few people. We can go back to countless names. Amudalio. My first protest was Amudalio. 41 times reaching for his wallet. 19, I mean, bullets hitting you. I've never seen the destruction of any other body broadcast except for that of melanated or African people. I've never seen the destruction of white bodies broadcast. Unless I was watching Faces of Death. I grew up in a time where we had Faces of Death. Face of Death was a was a old school. You had to order that joint. 
And uh, man, I'm taking you guys back to college, but I mean that—that's that, what it was. It was—it was, it was a time when you—you you, you had to order that. And you know, I've listened to so many people. I—that's I, why I haven't said anything. Everybody's like, "Oh, if you're not saying anything, if you've been quiet, I got a podcast and I'm quiet." My wife's like, "Man, you're not gonna say you haven't said anything yet." I—I I have to, you know. And, and and I mean, people were mad at Lil Wayne about some other one of the other cases. He said, "I got to think about. I have to see. I have to analyze." And know what to say before I jump in and look at all the variables. People were upset at that. And then, you know, this happened and then this happened. And then some people don't have the ability to wait. Shout out to Justin Miller and Chris Stewart, my fraternity brothers on the front line right now, working with both the Mar Aubrey situation and supporting uh, the legal team in Minnesota. Man, we are, we are, you know, using every resource in our community available to win justice for families to be protected, to have the same inalienable rights of life, liberty, and freedom. And as we move to the what we call the freedom time of the year from Juneteenth to July 4th, the freedom time of the year, I got to speak at one of my favorite congregations in St. Louis, Elliott Unitarian Chapel. I actually will be uh, speaking there virtually in August, but I got to speak there and one of the most amazing uh, talks I gave was about freedom. And how freedom ain't free. If freedom ain't free, y'all, it's a price to be paid for everything. So some of that price is people out in the street protesting. Some of that price is we've already been dealing with COVID. You in the house, you got people masked up. You know, it's a time of digital transformation. It's a time of reimagining. There's so many people are like, oh, it's gonna be this, it's gonna be that. And they, you know, we wanna see this. And there are agendas on the planet that are happening, but there's a will to survive. There's a will to thrive. That we should be looking at this time as one of the most brave, new, amazing, like fortunate times where we can literally translate this moment, transmute this moment into something that we've never seen, something we never thought we could even live into. I grew up in a, in a time when we had the Jetsons. I got up every morning, ate my cereal, and we had Jetsons, Jetsons, Jetsons. So I knew when I became a scientist and a designer that my consciousness was always focused on a future, future focus, and not future focus from not being present, but future focus in how do we look at the horizon and see what is next. What is the next opportunity for us to reimagine our consciousness and to reimagine how we're looking at communicating, how we're engaging? You've done that now. Think about it. You've been home. Most of us been home two months, three months. It's June. Oh, my God. March, April, May. It's going on four months for some of us. And we've been on lockdown. And you have to say, we reimagine how to communicate. We reimagine how to social distance, whatever these new terms that you didn't even, they weren't in your psyche, but they've now been downloaded and embedded into your cerebral cortex. You have to understand, we're at a point now where some of you haven't got there yet, where your your your, your reticular activated system has not kicked in, but it will, it will. And that's why so many people in the streets, that's why there's so many people who, who've, whose hair has been raised up on the back of their necks since lockdown began. When all this, all these changes happening at once, losing your job, unable to pay your bills, having to move and having to, you know, 
I mean, it's even had you, uh, people reimagine their careers, businesses closing, industries changing, shifts. These are dramatic shifts in behavior. You see Silicon Valley saying workers is like, you know, we're, we're leaving here. We're paying too much. These people in LA like, you know what? I was on a movie, I was trying to act, I'm out. And people are reimagining how they're seeing themselves in the world. Some people are saying selling their house, I'm gonna travel, man. As soon as this is over, I'm traveling everywhere. I'm leaving, I'm out of here. Some people are buying bigger homes. Like, you know what? This has really taught me the value of having a home. Forgive me, I gotta get my greens or something. Always have your greens, good for your melanin. Mm -hmm. So in this two player, you know, uh, I know I probably, we're gonna have some guests in 2020. Power we, off. we literally had opportunities where uh, you and my speaker going off. That's gonna be on the tape, unfortunately. We ain't, we not, we're not editing that out. Power off. Um, but, and, and so um, power on to everybody that's been out in these streets and everybody that's really been dedicating themselves to the struggle. I've seen people censored. I don't know. I got put in Facebook jail. People get put in Facebook jail. People get censored. So I'm like, you know what? A lot of my audience on Facebook, I, instead of saying everything, I'm like, let me get on my show, get in here, get on two player, drop some signs, get in uninterrupted, <laughs> right? And give you guys just a piece of what's going on, man. What I'm, what I'm feeling. What are you feeling? And this is not a, you know, you, you may not be able to re-engage with this right now, but you'll hear this episode. You'll go back, type it in the comments. I'm really uh, intentional about responding to those who take the time and, th and are thoughtful enough to leave me a comment in positivity and love and light because I'm sharing my light with you. Uh, you know, in my in my spiritual walk, which I believe in keeping my spirituality outside of uh, even this opportunity. You know, I talk about congregations and we build a lot of power in congregations. And so if anybody who is of faith would like to reach out to me, uh, when you hear any of my shows, reach out to me, email me, tap in, leave a DM message, and we'll talk about anything spiritual, anything that's loving, um, that doesn't shun others, that doesn't separate, that doesn't cast a light on making someone other. Uh, anything that's, uh, if you're bashing those who choose alternative lifestyle, now I don't want to hear that, I, I am light. And I am light, and so anything that you even cast on me, is you're seeing, you're pre projecting your emanation of what your light sees when it sees my reflection. So I am a reflection of all I encounter. So if I see something bad, I got to reflect what I'm reflecting. I am a reflection of all I encounter. As, as we move from the, you know, and I don't think it's a move, I think it's as we are more conscious of our awareness and the, the conscious of the awareness of, our deep, multi-level consciousness stream. And the fact that you're a spiritual being, you have an emotional being body, you have a physical being. And so each of these consciousness, each of these bodies have their own consciousness. And you have to be in tune and aware. And we talk about balance often, especially those who you know are awakening, right? They we're in the middle of a global awakening. I think when we really look at what the time is, when we go back and look, you'll see a global awakening. They're talking about police brutality in Uganda and comparing it to George Floyd. Like you have to understand, man, this is the great revealing. People thought apocalypse meant, oh, it's gonna be, and it's, there is some, we, don't, we ain't done. This shit ain't done yet. People thought apocalypse meant, oh, it's gonna be this. No fool, like it's gonna be some shit that you never seen before. And I know I jumped right in. I ain't give y'all no intro, but this is where we at. We don't have time for games. Like even, I'll be so transparent. Like I've had multiple social media channels. I was original like social media advisor. 
get invited to CES every year since 2009 and, you know, really took for granted, like, my wisdom and knowledge when it came to social uh, media and, you know, even having multiple platforms and kind of taking for granted, you know, uh, putting my, my college friends on one platform and then putting, like, folks I went to high school and hometown folks on another platform. And even in my work, like, separating uh, my work and, you know, I remember talking to one of my good friends in, in, in my network, Faith in Action, and uh, uh, which is, Faith in Action is a beautiful network of congregations and uh, some beautiful people. And one of my uh, trainers, uh, Isabel, she said, she said, uh, why aren't you on your website? And I was like, I want to put my face on there. And she was just like, why? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, you should. This is brilliant work you're doing. And yada, yada, yada. And I, and I, and I do a lot of justice work. And I remember my mom was like, hey, why? You know, why aren't you on all Missouri Faith Voices website? And like, I'm cool. You know, I, I'm doing this work as a service. I don't, I'm not advertising. And, and, and then I see, you know, you listen to all the different uh, talking heads. And they're like, yo, you have to be a brand. You need to be out there. And even my wife, like, yo, put yourself to share most this is me sharing giving of myself we do so much work for the community uh the past two years being able to hire at least 60 people uh and put folks who need work to work and folks who are able to serve their communities locally teaching them how to build power training teach you how to make phone calls in their community knock doors in their community move power in their community we had a huge victory in 2018 we're moving a strong man in Bob McCullough. He was entrenched as the Democratic prosecutor for 27 years and would prosecute a ham sandwich. He was receiving $2 million for diversion funding, but would divert maybe four people a year. We've, since Wesley's taken office, the new prosecutor is Wesley Bell. We ran a very amazing campaign with coalition partners from all over the region. Um, ACLU National, NAACP statewide, NAA, um, uh, I'm sorry, um, Missouri Faith Voices, um, Color of Change, Community X, which, which Community X wasn't in order, to, but I'm one of the co-founders of Community X and I'll get to that. Um, and looking at the work we did on the ground for that race, moving 100,000 plus voters to power to overcome a strong man who didn't even campaign till July, but is deeper than removing uh, wicked oppressive uh, system. It's, it's reimagining how we use systems. So one of the big things you've heard people say is defund the police, defund the police. So what does the money go to? How do we divert that? What does that look like? You, everybody's hollering, defund the police. So now we have more programming for social services. We get to hire more social workers. We get to divert more people who may not be these hardened criminals. Like, oh, they're just hard criminal. We need them off the street. But we have people who are locking up. They may not be super hard criminals. So what do we do with them? What does that look like? And how do we move from where we are today to where we can be so much more powerful? It's that time, y'all. I, I don't know how to even share it any more clear. It's the time for you to reach out to 10 people Check on them. Make sure they're okay. Ask them how their spirit is. How is your spirit? How can we be more powerful together? How can we build power? How can we grow some food? 
How can we learn about Bitcoin and crypto? How can we create our new digital identity? You have to prepare. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. This is the time. You need to be tapping in. You need to be getting in community, building power. You need to be finding your tribe and reimagining what it looks like for what community can be, what should be, what it will be, what it needs to be, what it's going to be if you're going to survive. And people are not going to talk to you this because, oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay for those that understand. But for those, it's some of the people that and it might not be okay for, they might not even listen to this this podcast. They might not even see this. But for those who know somebody that, that, that they need to be, hey, man, you need to nudge them. Tell your people. It's time to make that move. It's time to get thee out of our homeland, move into a land where I'm going to show you. This, this is, it, 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 it's time, not me, but you know, the spirit of God. It's time for you to submit to, and I, want, I ain't just using the word submit, but yield to the energy. Yield to the force that is, that is love. Yield to this Christ consciousness. Like, what if Jesus returned? Would he come and get you? And I'm not on a religious, I'm just giving, if, if this, if that's, in that spiritual tradition, if the Lord Jesus returned, would he choose you? And so if we learn that this is a cyclical life and this life we're living in this orbital consciousness and if we don't reimagine it now, we got to come back and be fucked up again. Oh, man, it's, this is, excuse my French, you know, we got to, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, I got a party mark, forgive me. But, but I'm saying, y'all, like beyond that, we pass time for even plan. We pass time for plan. And you know it. You know it because even this sustained protest is bigger than you've ever seen. It's bigger than Butcher. It's bigger than Ferguson. It's worldwide. This is everywhere. And I hate to say that because Ferguson, you know, against the world, but Ferguson still, you know, we just Ferguson just elected Ella Jones, first black woman, mayor, her black, I think African-American, and uh, to see that, you know, Ella, she took care of me when I first went off to college, she was my pastor my senior year of college, high school, and uh, when I went off to college, she definitely, uh, they took care of me, made sure I got to school with a, a little something in my pocket, so I've always had a special place in her heart, she's been councilwoman in Ferguson, some more beauty of St. Louis and the resilience since Ferguson, the power of not only the these elections, you know, with Ferguson, then us elected Brian Williams, the first African American male state senator in 20 years. He gives you chills along with Wesley Bell and, and thinking about the reforms and the people we've been able to help and save. And people talk about criminal justice reform. This is what real reform looks like. Criminal justice reform looks like electing fair and just prosecutors, reimagining dialogue between community and their criminal justice leadership. Reimagining dialogue between community partners if we're overlapping work. Reimagining uh, just how we engage. That's the prophetic imagination we need at this time. We need a prophetic imagination that will blow our minds. We need to think bigger than we've ever thought. You know, I've, I've said it since coronavirus kicked in. It's a wartime. We need leaders that understand war. We need leaders that understand that, that, that so much is at stake. Your business, your family, so much is at stake. Go to Amazon, watch a film that myself, my mother, were both in, 
rig the film. My wife is in the film. It was a family affair. Good friend of mine, Nick. We're all in the film. Go watch rig the film on Amazon Prime streaming. Uh, I don't know if they cut my scenes out, but Stacey Abrams in it now. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those films that you see what's happening in Georgia today. Just Super Tuesday in Georgia uh, and Taco Tuesday in, on the west side. You dig? Uh, but Super Tuesday and uh, three hours waiting at the polls in black community. One of my good friends, actress, Jacinthe Blankenship, she on Instagram. Oh man, I had to wait. I got, I, I did get the vote, but they ran out of stickers. I mean, come on, man. This is psychological warfare. They want to de de they want to destabilize. Well, I'm not going to go there. They, you see in the destruction, you see in the destabilization. I don't have to tell you that there are entities that would love to see and subvert our, our, our democracy. They would love to subvert our, our will to stand strong against any foreign or domestic uh, situation. And but when you see the people marching, the government can't stand against that because that's us ready for transformation. You don't get to dictate how we doing it. And so if people want to abolish the police, they fucking abolish the police. But we have to have a system in place that reimagines what we do. And that means even adding diversion into the police process. Meaning when the police engage someone, you immediately have social workers that are around to say, hey, is this person like ready to kill? Is this person somebody that could be diverted to resources? That's what it has to get to. It has to get to that. Now, I've seen Mark Lamont here. I, I want to go here because I have to go here and there's a lot of fucked up shit going on. Again, not going to keep y'all um, but Mark Lamont Hill made a big, big statement. <laughs> and he said, stop taking photos with the police. We trying to abolish the police. Don't take pictures with the police. Stop taking pictures. And the one thing I'll say on these pictures with the police, what I haven't seen is a bunch of black cops with black people. It's always some massa coming like, I'm good. And, I, and again, I got allies and brothers and sisters. I got family. My family. White friends, I'm good with. It. I don't want to sign a reason. They got black and white black friends. I'm saying, hear me. My white friend, this shit is so much like 400 years of oppression. Like even if you feel like you good right now, send you send a picture. If you could post a picture of you and your black friend, take a picture with your black friend. But coming up to motherfuckers you don't know, and they're like, yeah, I'm with y'all and. Man, you ain't with us, man, because you ain't dealing with it. Because you can take your cop uniform off and blue lives still gonna matter. I can't take my black skin off and it don't fucking matter to you. So I don't want, don't take there. Don't take no pictures with them. Nah, we ain't taking pictures today. We ain't signing autographs. I, I, I mean, I'll talk to my daughter, man. Tell my we ain't signing autographs today. It's the same difference, man. Come on, man. We can't be out here. Oh, we signing autographs. We, we ain't kicking back with nothing. It's global oppression of people of color. Globally. This ain't nothing, this ain't just happening in America. Look at the man, go to the favelas in Brazil. I just told you police in Uganda kicking ass. Police shit, I can't say too much, but I'm just saying. Come on now. We gotta get our minds right. That's what we supposed to be on. All this other stuff is just nonsense get your mind right get in touch with your inner spirit your inner self your inner peace i told i told my wife i'm turning up today yeah it's a turned up show and you know i got invest my investors reach out to me they hit me up like yo man we we, we, we love the work you do in the community 
So I don't, I'm, I'm done, like, with what we call code switching. You know, like, oh, man. And I got friends, they know I'm code switching. They're like, oh, man, you know, you know, it's things that y'all say with each other that you won't say around your wife. Now, see, we don't do the silly shit, though. And part of it is black people checking black people. When we do, we do, you know, think about it. We check each other if our black friends or, like, all white people, they're like, nah, nah, chill with the, with the racial shit. But do you check your colleagues and friends when they make racist jokes? See, it's, it's a, and beyond that, what we really dealing with is, you know, it's pendulums. And the pendulum has to swing. If you've been the big brother for so long, or you've been you're on top for so long, you gotta let your little brother eat. It's just what it is. It's not, it isn't. You can't only eat so long, and we ain't talking about the scraps. We ain't talking about that slave pack. We wanna eat. You know what I'm saying? For all the venture capitalists that when they Google me and y'all see me, this is me. This is this is the mad scientist. I, like, I'm not here talking, I'm not having talked about solar. I haven't talked about smart cities. I haven't talked about any other disruptive technology that's coming to change the world. I've only said one word, digital transformation. But this is what you get. You get all this. You get someone who can magnetize together. You get someone who's gonna bring together not only the technical expertise to solve problems and bring solutions and bring healing to Gaia, bring healing to the planet. That's what I started this company to do, to bring healing to the planet, to help my family build generational impact and wealth for the land. Not just for us, we wanna transform how money is even understood. See, that's the vision of when you're turning on the light for people. It's time for us to turn on the light. And so uh, I'll close with, if you haven't bought Bitcoin, download your app, get Robin Hood. You know, I've seen a good strategy people taking uh, the Robin Hood uh, games from the stock market going in this, you know, crazy uh, shapes. And then they'll take that and throw it in Bitcoin. And then watch take that. And so, man, Bitcoin is crazy. You know what the next Bitcoin is? You know? Bitcoin. That's the next Bitcoin. Get your ass some Bitcoin. Uh, get you some real estate. Get your multifamily. I'm selling uh, a couple units on the north in North St. Louis, two hundred fifty thousand townhome. If you're interested, interested, you know where I'm at. I'm on YouTube at Zilgoo. Holla at your boy. Namaste. We gonna get to this thing. And in the words of Kendrick Lamar, we gonna be all right. I don't own the rights to none of the music when I play this shit. Peace. I'm a holla.